1: Welcome back. Thanks for listening. This segment of the show is brought to you by Hall & Company CPAs and features Chris Sprague, who's joining us from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the Chris M. Sprague team, and the International Transformation and Empowerment Ambassador. Chris, welcome to the show.
0: Hey, thanks, Bill. Glad to be on.
1: How are you doing today?
0: Wonderful. How, how are you doing out there? In the, is it sunny California today?
1: We're beautiful sunny California today, enjoying uh, another probably close to 80-degree day like we get this time of year, and uh, we are not complaining. Now,
0: oh, sounds good.
1: Now, you, the title of our talk is, is How Are You Wired? And, Chris, before we get into that, we always like to get a little background from our guests so our listeners get a sense of who they're listening to. So tell us about you and, and your background and, and uh, your practice.
0: Sure. Yeah. Thanks for asking, and, and once again, thanks for having me on, Bill. I look forward to spending the time with you today. Uh, my, my background, while it's varied, it, it's also focused. And here's what I mean: You know, I've been speaking and, and doing things like this on the stage, or, or, or empowering people's lives for for over 40 years. I know I don't sound that old. I started very, very young. Um, but during the middle of, of this whole thing, I, I took a detour away from from this, and I had jumped into information technology for, for about 15 years. And towards the end, I'd gotten laid off twice, and, and I had... Um really lost a lost vision for what I was supposed to be doing. And it's one of the things that once you do that, you, you end up becoming very, very lost. And it took me a long time to find out how I was wired. Um, I lost everything in the process, lost a wife, lost uh, more money than a lot of people I know will, will make in a lifetime, and, and you know, lost houses, lost friends. Like I said, lost everything. And it's one of the reasons why I wanted to be on your show today to talk about how people are wired and give people some of the, the background from, and some of the tips and, and strategies from my background in hopes to, to help people avoid that um, you know, as they start to pursue other endeavors in their life. Um, so that's kind of the, the short roundabout way of putting it.
1: Well, that's, that's a fantastic background. And um, I, I'm sorry for all of your, your apparent losses, um, Chris. And you talk about something called a zero point for people. And what is that zero point? Where, I mean, what is that concept?
0: Exactly. And, and if you picture it, the zero point is kind of like the, the uh, an acorn or the seed that's inside of you. It contains all your DNA. It contains everything that really makes you you from what you're going to do your entire life. And every one of us has that unique thing inside of us that we're meant to do. Usually I'll close close my, my talks, my interviews, by referencing people like Mahatma Gandhi and and Mother Teresa and Martin Luther.
1: Well, unfortunately, Chris is cutting out on us Chris, can you hear me now? Uh, we're getting a bad connection from Chris. Chris, we're gonna we're getting a bad connection just for a second there. Maybe we got you back now. Why don't you give us a, a few seconds, sound bite now?
0: Okay. Sorry about that. Must have been a problem on my end. Um, so what I was saying is the zero point. The short version is the zero point is that is that acorn, that seed inside of you that contains the DNA for what you were meant to do and who you were meant to be. Um, mm-hmm. And if you look at people like Mother Teresa and Mahatma Gandhi and Martin Luther King, what a shame would it have been had they not realized that the seed and the, and the zero point inside of them was to was to help people and to, to you know to empower and enrich people's lives through service and. By the same token, if, if somebody like a Bill Gates or Steve Jobs or Richard Branson would not have, have understood that their zero point, that seed inside of them, was, was to be rich and to use their, their brains to help people and empower and change the world, how much different would our world be? So, so to wrap this up, mm-hmm. the zero point is that thing inside of you that really you have to find. Not really, but you have to find because it's what contains the DNA and it's what contains the path you're supposed to be on. And sometimes, sometimes that isn't always what the world tells you it tells you it's supposed to be, or sometimes it doesn't always match up with what the world says is successful or what the world thinks you're supposed to do.
1: Makes a ton of sense, and it sounds like you're, you're talking about someone's essence, their core, their, their purpose, uh, their, their real purpose, right? and yeah exactly it, chris let me you ask know, you a question it, let exactly. me ask you a question about that do you think that um, more people than ever are getting to the point in their lives where they're dissatisfied and they're saying i've been doing something besides my zero point all my life and now it's time to find out what that is
0: yes yeah i think that happens more and more every single day
1: is do you think it's because people are reaching certain milestones of different birthdays or They're seeing other people's health issues or, you know, what are some of the, the big reasons for that, do you think?
0: Yeah, first is definitely a birthday. I mean, you know, as, as your show, you know, you're geared towards fifty and beyond, and and uh, you know, as you reach fifty or sixty, you start to go. There's got to be more. And what what you know, as a, as a coaching friend of mine, Herb Henson, the legacy guy, talks about, um, you know, what's going to be my legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is that yeah, when you hit that birthday, um, sometimes it's a job. Sometimes you have a bad manager. Um, sometimes the company is doing bad, and it could trigger. Look. There's got to be more than this.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, so there's this uh, pent up dissatisfaction after so many years. Uh, well, when I turned fifty, a friend of mine said, "I got one question for you." And I said, "What?" And he said, "Where does it hurt?" <laughs> but, uh, but uh, I understand uh, it, it is a. a a birthday that gives one pause for thought because I think a lot of times they think about their parents and what they were like at reaching age 50, for instance. And I think they they think, you know, well, they seemed like they were a lot older. So maybe my clock is ticking too.
0: Yeah. Exactly, and the beautiful part about today—I was talking with a, fr- a friend about this. You know, y- 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 the beautiful part about today is when you hit fifty, you still have half your life ahead of you. Isn't that life expectancy and everything that's happening—you still have half your life ahead of you. And I'll tell—if your listeners take nothing else from me than, than this. I want them to hear this. If you do what you were meant to do, if you find your zero point and live to that for even one day, even one hour of one day of your life, even if it's the last hour of your life, then your life has been a success and you'll have found you'll you have uh, you'll be able to die happy. Um, because there are so many people, there are millions of people out there who don't even live one hour of their life knowing their true purpose, knowing their true zero point, knowing their true DNA and making that true impact. So if you can find that, even if it's the last hour of your life or the last day or the last week, always strive to find it because that will make your life successful and I guarantee it'll make you happy.
1: That's a wonderful thought and a wonderful sentiment. I appreciate you telling our listeners that. Now, let me ask you, how, how do they begin to transform their lives and understand what are the first steps for somebody out there that's saying, I don't think I found my zero point, but I'd like to. Where do they start?
0: Yeah, so it all starts with a process that I take all my clients through, and we look back in their life, and we go back to their earliest visual vivid. Memory. So in other words, what can you see is kind of a motion picture in your mind. Um, if that memory does not come between the ages of three and five years old, we take people back even further to find that. Like, let me give you one real quick example. My first vivid visual memory was either, in, it was either preschool or kindergarten. Uh, I was about five years old. So I was either four or five. And I was in a play. And I played this wizard. I can still picture doing a picture it in my basement, making this, this cardboard oven with a kid that was inside this oven named Mark, You know, pushing things out of the oven. I can picture it all in my head. I can see it like it was playing that when I started looking back to figure out how I was wired, when I started going back to find out what my zero point was what I realized is that was my first vivid visual memory and that brought everything else up to tell me look you're supposed to be out there empowering people and teaching them and motivating them, lifting them up and teaching them these principles first and then teaching them about leadership and other things and if we had more time I could tell you I could would be able to tell you the story of how I started off as leadership started off in leadership with John Maxwell and realized that that wasn't where I was meant to do in my first path towards helping people, that Mm -hmm. that what we're doing today is what I was meant to do, um, which is really the challenge for people. And I'm going to guess that was going to be one of your next questions is, is, and I'll just interject real quick, plain and simple, some people get distracted, and some people think they're on the right path, yet they're spinning their wheels and they're not going anywhere. Once, Once you start to find you're spinning your wheels, that's the time to figure out why you're going down that path to begin with, and then what changes are necessary? Well, like I went down the leadership path because I was in leadership everywhere I've got a master's in leadership, and I thought I was meant to do leadership. Mm-hmm. short version is is that I didn't realize my subconscious was kicking in, and the fact that I was bullied as a kid was what was driving me to be in leadership, so that's a real short version.
1: Well, no, that's, it's very important, and I think it's very insightful because I, uh, my belief is, and I've talked to a lot of other people in the position of exit planning, and they're saying the reason business owners uh, are reluctant to get on with that next phase of their life is because they haven't stopped to figure out what their zero point, like you're talking about, is they haven't figured out what they should be doing and what would make them happy because they've just been doing what they've been doing for so long, even though it's, it's not joyful anymore. And that's a shame.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that is one of the biggest sins I'll say of the world is to be stuck in it whether you're a business owner or whether you're in a, whether you're in a job to be stuck in something and lose complete passion for it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there and there's of course a huge faction of people that will reach retirement age and will not have um, because they they perhaps could live so long, they will not have saved up enough financial resources to be able to retire. So they need to what we call rewire. And that just means finding that next career path. And maybe it will be something that you've really always wanted to do, um, or, or maybe you'll just be stuck in another job. It's, it's really going to be up to the individual. So how do you counsel people? Um, what's the first step that you talk about after Determining what their zero point is. Are, are there resources that you might point them to to say, "Look, here's a uh, go. Go try this out, or go experiment over here." What What are some of the things that you do?
0: Yeah, the beautiful part about society today and having Google and everything else is there are thousands of resources for any type of any type of zero point you can find. So what we do is we, we work together to find your zero point and we work together through whether it's my library or online libraries um to, to help people and, and get the resources to say okay, like if you want to be a speaker, you know, I might recommend Michael Hyatt's platform book, or I might recommend a book from John, or maybe even go back and reread Dale Carnegie. Um, these are literally some of the books I'm, I'm looking at in my library right now. Um, if it's something that you know you, you're definitely going to be in you know in, in leadership somewhere, it might be reading the Five Levels of Leadership by John. So we start off looking at books, looking at other resources to say, okay, you found your zero point. Now, how do we implement a game plan for you and create a blueprint for you to make it happen. We talk about it and we say look, how how quickly do you need to make money? Can you sit can you can you take 12 months to build this or do you need to make money in 6? If you need to make money in 6, is this really a viable thing to make money in 6 or will it really take 18 months? So what you have to do is is put a plan in place and maybe take a part-time job until you can, you know, as you're working yourself through, you know, through the
1: the progression. Well, wow, it sounds fantastic. So you're basically by the starting point by bringing people back down to help them discover and find their zero point. You're giving them the passion uh, to to explore, you know, and the opportunity to explore new types of opportunities within that zero point, and then helping them to create a game plan to get there. Because, like you said, everybody's going to be a little different as far as their resources that are available. But the bottom line is there might be some way to get involved in something that you're really happy with and that can just change your life for, for the better for many, many years down the road. So Chris, how do, how do our listeners get in touch with you? What's the best way for them to, to contact you?
0: Yeah, the- best way is chrismsprague.com that's chrismsprague.com um, and uh, it's got all my contact information and if, if folks are listening to this live um, one of the things I, I'd like to recommend they do especially if they're trying to build a professional practice or, or thinking they might want to build a professional practice a coaching practice when you go out to my site click on the professional practice builders link it'll take you to one of the, one of the things I do which is the professional practice builders society um, and and we have these monthly live free webinars. The next one's coming up on July 10th. That's usually the first Thursday of every month. This one, because of July 4th, we bumped it back. So I would love to have your listeners come out and just get a taste and, and you know see my face a little bit, but also start to start to understand a little more about you know creating professional practices because it might be a, a good thing for them um, to move forward. And I want to say one thing real quick, Bill. thank you for once again, thank you for giving me the time. Um, you were so right about when people find their zero point, it gives them their passion back. I can tell you, I love doing what we're doing right now. In fact, I got another radio interview backed up after this, I've been busy all day recording video and, and doing radio interviews. I wake up, and, and I love life at this point. And after going through a divorce and everything else, people have gone through that and know that that can be a challenge. People have asked me, they said, what would you do if you knew you had one hour to live? And I said, well, I would, other than the typical guy thing, yeah, I would say, put me on a stage. Put all the people I love around me, put me on a stool, and let me just talk to everybody until I drop dead and then put me right in the coffin and wheel me away. And when you can say that about whatever you're doing, you know you found your zero point. You know you found what, you know you found what you're passionate about. And you know you found your, you know, the, it's funny because I'm a public speaker, yet I get lost for words because I get so excited when I talk about it. So to make this short and wrap this up on my end, what you can say, what, what I've just said about what you're doing, in other words, that you would do it the last hour you were alive on this earth, you know you've found your zero point, and you know you've found what's going to make you happy. And I guarantee you it's going to keep that passion lit under you and keep you going even in the darkest of days.
1: Chris, really enjoyed having you on the show. Thanks very much for joining us. Listeners, if you're out there, you're thinking you're in a transition point, you're not sure, you want to find out what your zero point is, give Chris a call. Check out his website. what, What do you have to lose? Go check it out. Look around at the tools and resources that are on there. Give him a call and try to find your zero point. Your happiness is at stake. Chris, thanks very much for joining us today.
0: You're welcome. Thank you, Bill. Have a wonderful day.
1: Thank you. I've been talking with Chris Sprague, Chris M. Sprague of the Chris M. Sprague team. We're going to take a short break, so please stay tuned.
0: You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com